this week, three sides of the coin. It's just the two of us. Mark's on a ship. Lisa's at a ball game. And boy, is there a crap load of kiss news all of a sudden to talk about. We talk about Ace Fraley's cassette box set. We talk about the Las Vegas residency being moved. We talk about that huge Rolling Stone article about kiss, Fran's death, COVID protocols, everything else. And uh, a little bit about uh, the set lists on the Kiss Cruise as well. But we'll leave a lot of that for next week when Mark comes back. So join the conversation. And be respectful, people. This is Three Sides of the Coin. Talking all things Kiss. I want to rock and roll all night. You're listening to Three Sides of the Coin. Want to get your official Three Sides of the Coin logo and Shocker tee? Now you can. We ship worldwide. Get yours online at shop.threesidesofthecoin.com. everybody welcome back to another episode of three sides of the coin we're back to the original two the two that matter the two that are always here the two that gave birth to this baby although we do miss lisa yeah we did ask and she 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 well mark you know what he's not going to contribute i mean listen this is a great segue into the very first comment you're going to read Oh, and, and I just dawned on me now what we should have done is we should have booked a fantastic guest for today that would have killed him like Ian Gillen or something. Oh, yeah. But but then again, I mean, no, no disrespect to Ian. I would have sat here and like, I don't know what to ask the guy. Mark is the that's only guy who would have, have Mark was the only guy who could have done an interview with some of these people. But that's the beautiful part. We could ask him all kinds of questions he would never ask him, which would make him even more insane. Although, you know, maybe uh, I, I could have got blackie lawless to come on oh, that would have freaked there you go that, that, that would have worked too because that would have made him nuts he would have gone nuts yeah because he wants to go but then again i don't want to miss the fanboy piece no i i love sitting back and watching him go fanboy i think we all do um but anyway so you got mike and tommy for those of you who are listening um it's the two of us this week mark is on the cruise somewhere in the waters somewhere i don't even know where the cruise went this year um and lisa is doing mom duties taking her son to baseball practice or something along those lines very sorry she couldn't attend so it's just us knuckleheads who are going to be here this week um but uh you have one comment that has to be read Yes, I do. And it's brilliant. And it just, again, shows me how awesome all of you guys are because you're so freaking witty. I love it. So this comment comes from Bill Burnett. And this is on the current um, episode where we answer your questions. And again, thank you to all of you who submitted questions. If I didn't read them all, my apologies. We did as many as we could. We will do another one here coming up. So Bill says, props to Liz for being better at show and tell than Marcus. <laughs> and he's so yes so true it is i mean especially if you are a long time listener you know ever since mark came on he's refused to open anything he does not want to show us it he talks all about he talks a big storm about how he's got all this great stuff but he'll never actually show it to us and and last week 
Liz opened up her original uh, witchy poo. No, H.R. Puffin stuff. H.R. Puffin stuff. <clears throat> Halloween costume from when she was a kid. Huge collectible. Huge collectible. Yeah. And as she was opening up, we were just giving Mark so much hard time. It's like, look, your wife will share her stuff with us. She'll open it up and show us. Why don't you, Mark? Yeah. Nope. Mark refuses to open stuff up for any of us. I think he's getting paranoid as he's getting older. I think he's just getting lazier. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, that's probably. So, you know, it's like he gets down into the basement. So that means, first of all, he had to go down a flight of stairs. And then he gets into his nice <laughs> office chair there. And it's like, I don't want to get up until I have to go eat. <laughs> yeah. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> that sums it up right there. I mean, so may, 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 maybe if Liz hid his dinner in one of his kiss products that he had to open it up to get the dinner out of it. Like fl- find the slice of pizza. Yes. <laughs> Mark, there's a slice of pizza in one of your kiss collectibles. God, we should talk to Liz. That would be really funny. Is if she put a slice of pizza in one of his kiss collectibles. <laughs> Mark, you've got to go open up everything and and find it before the pizza grease ruins whatever she put it Yeah, in. it's like it's like let's make make a deal with a timer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But no, I saw that comment this morning and I was like, oh, that is just oh, brilliant. 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 So yes, thank you, Liz, for your show and tell. Talk to your husband, show him how show and tell works. You know, I thinking back show and tell Mark must've been terrible. Like in, in kindergarten for show oh, and tell. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, I got this amazing Christmas present, but I'm not going to bring it into show. Well, I didn't bring it today because I, I don't want, I don't want the, the side to get scuffed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Got some brand new tennis shoes, but I don't want to wear them because they'll get yeah. dirty. So they're just going to stay in the box. <laughs> as a kindergartner i mean you just see mark doing that yeah just just a mini version of mark oh god yeah. um so uh no guests this week which is actually pretty good because what for over the last year and a half we've been talking about how what do we talk about what do we talk about what do we talk about good lord did somebody just dumped a load of kiss crap on us to talk about over the last yeah. week a load of stuff that I know you are, you're all also interested in us talking about. So before we get into the heavy duty conversations, there's a few little things to make a quick mention of. Um, Thank you to Ken at E1 or whatever their new name is. E1 changed their name to something. Yeah, we need to get that right. I can't remember what it is because it's some, it's like a weird internet vowels are missing type of things. I don't know. But anyway, Ken at E1 sent the Ace Fraley cassette, the space cassette box set. And this is very, very cool. I mean, it's a little cardboard box set. And let's see if okay, I not can. Right now, we're, we've, I, I, all I can, you're, yeah, you're, there you go. Yeah, there we go. And it's got five cassettes, Origins Volume 2, Spaceman, Origins Volume 1, Space Invader, and Anomaly. And then a little tchotchke box that has uh, one, two, three, four, five guitar picks in them. 
a two green, a blue, a purple, and an orange guitar pick. Um, different images. Actually, no, the green. I got two greens. They're the same. So little huh. silhouette of ace on it and his signature on the back they're all very much similar to that <clears throat> but it's just cassette tapes that's which is and, cool and, that's like and so each, old school and and each cassette tape is like color vinyl so anomaly is green uh space invaders kind of a orange yellow can you show one of them or or i haven't i'm not going to open them well, no, I just mean just show there. That's what I was asking. Yeah, yeah okay. Origins Volume One is a blue uh, spaceman. Who am I, Mark? Yeah, exactly. Spaceman is sort of a gray silver, and Origins Volume mm -hmm. Two is black. Um, nice. Anyway, this is very cool. I mean, I don't even know if I've got a cassette player anymore. Well, so when does it come out? I think it's out now. I think oh, okay. I've, I've seen some people posting on our Facebook group that they just got theirs. Oh, oh and this is, okay. this is cool. You probably can't see this, but if you look inside. Yeah, it's completely your, like, I can't, because you have that back screen and yeah. all I see is your fingers. Yeah. And it's such a, it's basically the inside of the box is got like solar systems and stars and UFOs. Oh, in the inside okay. of the box. So they did a really, I mean, it's heavy duty cardboard. So it's a really nice box that the cassettes are in. It's not going to get. It's a great broken. to add to your collection it, is what it, you're saying. Yeah, it is. It's a um, little Velcro flap on it. Totally recommend to anybody who's looking for a very cool collectible. Get the Ace Fraley cassette box set. I mean, if you're probably like me, you're not going to play the cassettes. I mean, you know, who wants and to risk got, destroying and, the cassette tape? Well, and Ken and everybody at over at E1, they're they're so creative because they're they're our age, so they get it. They lived through all this, and I just think that's spectacular. So when I first saw that that was coming out, I'm like, oh, that looks like that's going to be really cool. And sure enough, it is. And you know what? Let's <clears> do it. Let's. Hey, Ken, how about doing an eight track tape box set? <laughs> there you go let's let's just go very old school here very i mean again school. no one's gonna listen to it you don't even have to put the music on the tape i, I won't know it's just yeah cool packaging yeah. um anyway so ace fraley uh cassette box set two thumbs up you know if you're into collecting stuff check it out it's very cool support ace um Real quick mention also, because I don't know about you, but I've gotten a couple people who have asked me what happened to our video uh, episode of a few weeks ago where we discussed the Destroyer box set. Well, got taken down on YouTube. It's basically what happened. I don't know. The audio might be out there on other platforms. You might still be able to find the audio. Um, but the video on YouTube got taken down because, thank you very much, Universal Music, copyright claims, because we chose to put the promotional video that Universal made for the box set into the podcast so you could see everything that's in this incredible box set. Which makes but, sense. But guess what? That, that promotional video has Kiss music in it. And we got flagged for having Kiss music without a copyright claim. And they took it down worldwide. 
So awesome, Universal. You are just absolutely brilliant in taking down a video that I don't know, between the videos that were up there, probably over 5,000 plays already of us doing nothing but talking about promoting, sharing our excitement and our love for the Destroyer box set to KISS fans around the world. And you thought that wasn't important enough. So, boom, take the video down. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what else to say. I mean... There's nothing to else to say. <clears throat> record labels, in their infinite wisdom, just baffle people all the time. It's just, it's just stupid. Now... It was probably a completely automated tactic. Oh, I'm sure it is. But still, uh, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's gone. It's not up there. I'm not going to fight with Universal. If Universal doesn't care, I mean, uh, we've reached out to Universal on a couple of the things related to the box set, and they've never bothered to reply to us. So uh, apparently they don't care about promoting the kiss destroyer box set yeah their choice um all right so we'll make a real quick mention of this because when mark gets back next week maybe we'll do a full show on it but kiss cruise is obviously underway as we are recording this and I think it might be done by now i think isn't didn't they come back today i don't know i have no oh, idea okay. i you know don't, I, I, I don't follow that sort of stuff. I don't even know how long it runs or where it's going. Um, but I think we should make a real quick mention before we do a full on review of it. Some pretty cool set lists. Yeah. Um, first, and this is the most impressive one. So the Bruce Kulik band, who's did a full show, 14 songs and I don't know about you guys, but I basically crapped my pants when I saw this set list. Um, I'll just run through all 14 songs and we can talk about anything specific. They opened with Exciter, then went into Unholy, then a medley of Secretly Cruel, uh, All Night, Trial by Fire, then Dreamin', Eyes of Love, which is an Eric Carr song, Can You Feel It, another Eric Carr song, Little Caesar, All Hell's Breaking Loose, Rockin' in the USA, Larger Than Life, All-American Man, and then a medley of Nowhere to Run, Tonight You Belong to Me, Naked City, Wouldn't You Like to Know Me, I'm a Legend Tonight, then into Goodbye and Close the Set with God Gave Rock and Roll to You. What a freaking <clears throat> set list. I mean, you can't go much deeper than those tracks there no uh, i mean just i don't know incredible but bruce, gets it, but bruce gets it he understands what the fans want and he delivers yeah well and you know? he, he also does everything he can to keep basically the non-makeup years of kiss alive and yeah he does a hell of a job here. Now you might sit here and go, well, goodbye is not, not makeup years. And yeah, you're right. You mean rock in the USA larger than life, but guess what? I haven't seen videos yet, but I'm sure he did those and did something as a tribute 
to his brother Bob, who yeah. was on all these <clears throat> tracks. So, um, I, you know, Bruce, thumbs up, man. That is a freaking killer smoking yeah. set list of deep cut Kiss tunes that we'll, we'll never hear Kiss play right. these songs. Uh, you know, and it would be great, but put Bruce, Gene, Paul, put Bruce on this tour as your opening act and let him play this set. Oh, that would be so cool. <laughs> I love it. I would love it. Um, all right. So Kisses 2, and I don't, the Sail Away show, Bruce did come out with Kiss and played two songs with them. I can't remember tears are falling and i don't know lick it up maybe i don't know um so he did come out and play with kiss on the sail away show but then kisses to electric sets and i don't have the full set list in front of me other than night one they played um she's so european never played before they played uh all night and get this holy dropping bombs they played we are one which is oh, oh one of my all-time favorite kiss songs ever now i mean i watched the video of it and i i can see why they don't play that because it just doesn't it's not a great live tune right but it would be perfect for everyone to walk out of the arena from or listen yeah. to before they go on stage yeah that would be really nice for them to add it at the beginning or the end yeah but to see them do We Are One, because ever since I first heard that song on Psycho Circus, I absolutely loved it. I mean, Me that's, it's just, it's a, it's a great song that connects the band to the fans. It's, I don't know, I felt like it kind of showed Gene's Beatles influence. And um, it was, it was <clears throat> not what I would call a typical Kiss tune, but I loved it. And the fact that they pulled that out on that night one of a, the electric show was great i mean so those those three tunes the rest of the songs you could basically yeah, but they say, were doing watching you and she those are oh yeah that's awesome yeah i mean mm. so you know uh, those were great tunes and then um oh god i just forgot do you remember what the the they they dropped all those tunes for the second night oh and, see i haven't seen the second night yet yeah let me kiss set list uh oh wait a second i know where i can go find it i had somebody send me a photo of the second night's list so psycho circus night two. Oh, they also added uh take it off i like that song um so that stayed for night two um night two they added making love <laughs> great <laughs> soon and <clears throat> all the way nice um they added firehouse so they had psycho circus let me go rock and roll was added back in take it off watching you firehouse making love all the way cold gin say yeah war machine look it up i love it loud black diamond detroit rock city and rock and roll all night so again i, I think i personally would have loved night one yes um although making love in itself yeah, cool would have been cool but just to hear we are one uh all night uh you know and she's so european man that would have been killer just absolutely yeah. killer um so there you go 
uh, I don't want us to get into a whole set list discussion, no. people, because it's already happening on our Facebook page. If you want, yep, feel free to I, jump it, on in. Jump on in, but I would add two things. One, remember your opinions of a set list are strictly your opinions. You are not speaking for other diehards. You're not speaking for any other fan. You have no idea what anybody else would consider a deep cut. Just share what you personally want. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, a set list would be impossible to create that will make everybody happy. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it's just absolutely impossible because, you know, I, I told somebody, I'm like, I have no interest in deep cuts off of the first three albums. I'd love all deep cuts like the Bruce set list. Give me all those 80 tunes, which we just have never heard in 40 years or, or ever. Um, that would be my set list. But I can guarantee you there's plenty of fans out there that would scream bloody murder if Kiss did that. So how do you make everybody happy? I mean, just, it's impossible. Just keep that in mind. It's impossible to create a set list that will please everybody. Um, all right. So, um, next little bit of discussion, kiss Las Vegas residency. So if you're not up on it, the residency, depending on how you want to phrase it or what you've heard has, has been canceled and postponed, I guess. So on the kiss cruise doc announced the Las Vegas residency shows were being moved to August of next year. But online, Ticketmaster has canceled all of the shows and is refunding everybody's tickets. They didn't just postpone it like regular they dates on the end it. of the road. They actually canceled it and are refunding money. So Doc says they've been moved. Ticketmaster says it's been canceled. And here's your money back. Don't know what's going on. Um, actually don't even know the reasons. I mean, you know, some people, some of the media in Vegas is stating it's because of soft ticket sales. I don't know if that's actually the case. I mean, keep in mind, casinos are not so much interested in ticket sales. No. <clears throat> that's the, you know, they don't make their money selling the concert ticket to a KISS show. They make their money because you come into town you gamble. and you gamble and you eat at their restaurants and they use tickets to give away to hire rollers to get you to come in for the weekend. And we'll give you a free ticket to the KISS concert that night. So casinos, and this isn't just Vegas, this is any casino, have a whole different agenda for shows. So ticket sales are not their primary. No, um, and they don't make money off of all the KISS fans stealing the shit out of the hotel either. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, <clears throat> you know, it, it's a little interesting that Vegas did get moved at, especially considering what our next discussion is going to be, the big discussion of the Rolling Stone article that came out um, last week as well, which was a big bomb that got dropped into the world of kiss but yeah las vegas is not happening right now you know if we hear more we'll let you know but according to doc it's all been moved 
to August of next year. So know, maybe they maybe they refunded the tickets because they're going to move it to a different location. Maybe they'll play the Hard Rock again, or it could be anywhere. It 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 could be. I mean, honestly, you know, and there's there's certain people out there in the internet that will have a shit fit when I say this, but honestly, I don't really care what the reason is. I mean, there's so many potential reasons and my life does not depend upon finding the truth and exposing the reality of why the kiss Las Vegas shows got canceled. You know, uh, nothing, nothing changed. Literally nothing's going to change in my life, whatever the reason. No, and and, And quite honestly, then I'll just go in August. Yeah. Or whenever they reschedule, not the end of the world. I just feel bad for some of the people who have messaged me that were so excited to go and they got really, really good tickets, like front row seats and all this. And that's all just, you know. Yeah, I I do feel for the fans who have bought hotel rooms and plane tickets and all that other stuff. But, and, and, and I don't want this to come out in in with the wrong tone but as long as all of this covid crap is going on my advice and this is just my personal advice you don't have to fucking listen to a thing i say i would not buy plane tickets i would not commit to hotel rooms anything of significant value unless you are prepared to eat it because it's just the nate and this isn't just kiss this is any touring band you want to fly somewhere to go see somebody great the show's happening today but look as uh i don't know if you saw this but just yesterday um separately john bon jovi and brian adams each came down with covid and had to cancel two concerts right yeah it, the shit it happens. happens it it happens a lot west it palm beach a whole lot up. yeah so you know, mm-hmm. I get it. People are very upset that they spent money for plane tickets and hotels to go to Vegas. But you know what? In this current climate we're in, pandemic we're in, you are taking a serious chance that mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. And so saying that, may you know, and I've never been one to get travel insurance, but maybe this is a time to start getting travel insurance on airfares and hotels and rent, rent a cars and anything else that you're putting money out months in advance. Um, it's just too uncertain right now, not just right. in kiss, but every band out there, it's just too uncertain that something isn't going to happen and a show is going to get postponed or moved or just outright canceled. And you'll get your concert ticket money back. But no band is going to be responsible and you can't even hold them. You can't even think of holding a band responsible for your airfare, your hotel room, anything else along those lines. The days, you know, you had to take vacation time. That's not their responsibility. Mm-mm. I mean, it sucks. It really does. <clears throat> but it's not their responsibility. Nope. Um, all right. So I think the big topic is that Rolling Stone article that came out last week. And it dropped the day the Kiss Cruise was boarding and leaving. And we'll put a link to the article in the show notes so you can go read it because it was a pretty lengthy article. 
Um, so what we're going to kind of talk about is paraphrasing it. But if you haven't seen it, it was kind of a jaw-dropping article about KISS, the passing of Fran, and COVID. Um, and, and I don't want to get into, oh, media, fake news, Rolling Stones hate KISS, the Rolling Stone magazine hates KISS, so can't trust them. That, I, you know, I, that, to me, that doesn't play into this at all. Um, the gist of it is three crew members, if I recall correctly, three crew members came forward anonymously. So no idea who they are. But I, when they say that, I wonder how that happens. Does Rolling Stone get a list of people that were on the crew or do you think the crew people came, literally came forward to Rolling Stone? You know, I could see it happening a couple different ways. Somebody at Rolling Stone might have sat there when the um, terrible news of Fran passing was announced and said, boy, I feel like there's more to this. I want to investigate it. And maybe they knew a crew member. You know, they're Rolling Stone magazine, so maybe they do. Maybe they know a crew member or they know somebody who can put them in touch with someone. So they reached out and asked. And maybe that one crew member said, well, yeah, I know two other people, but we can't go on record. Right. Or these crew members reached out to Rolling Stone and said, um, you know, we need to talk about this. This needs to, you know, something yeah. needs to be said. Something needs to be done. Here's what we've got. Run with it. Dig into it. See what more you can come up with. Talk to more people. Um, so no idea who the crew members are. Uh, don't know if they're anybody quote big in the kiss crew or if it's yeah, just, I, I have no idea minor. I no idea, but they're anonymous because they were, you know, obviously they're fearful for coming forward and stating this stuff, but the gist was these crew members basically blamed Fran's COVID death on the tour because of lax COVID protocols they're saying that were happening on the tour. Um, they did, Rolling Stone did get on record a comment from Robert Long, who is the production manager. He goes back with Kiss a long time. Um, actually, before Fran was in the Kiss world, Robert yep. was Paul Stanley's guitar tech but he's moved on to do production and stage design. I mean, you know, the end of the road tour stage design, a lot of that is, you know, Robert's baby. He put that together, um, you know, and he's the production manager. So he's pretty much in charge of the whole kiss production out on the road. Um, he went, you know, he, he went on the record and basically said, you know, they, they do. And again, if I'm wrong, please let me know. Tommy, you can jump in. But paraphrasing and what I remember reading, um, that, that the KISS tour does COVID tests when a crew member is showing symptoms or wants to be tested. And I'd say that that's accurate because I had, we were kind of talking about that, believe it or not, with Doc. 
one of the nights that I was down there in Texas, and he was kind of explaining the the protocol that they use, um, that they did have um, rapid tests that they were testing um, on a regular basis. And then he also mentioned a few other things that they're doing that I'm not going to go into, but it seemed like they tried to, to try to keep everybody. But it seemed, it seemed to me in the article, it was mentioned that they don't, as a matter of course, just test everybody every day. They only test if somebody says I want to be tested or they're showing symptoms. Yeah. And that could very well be that I couldn't speak to one way or another, I think, but, but let's go back. Let's step back on this too because remember we've talked about this and um i think it's also important to talk about the bubble because if you are on tour and you're insulated like if you look at the ace fraley alice cooper tour they don't see anybody they don't go anywhere they you know i the best of my knowledge they were you know, they were served their meals at hotel or whatever it was, they, they stayed as a group because the minute that you let someone leave on their day off to go attend a ball game or to go to eat a steak at a, at a restaurant, the bubble's broken. Or you let somebody into your bubble, it's broken as well. Yeah. I, I mean, I think if I recall, we know that Ace didn't sell his meet and greets on his tour. And I, as I recall, it's because Alice Cooper said, I don't want you selling meet and greets. I don't want you having fans coming in. Right. Ace, Ace agreed to do that. And I also remember some posts on social media from Ace's band, backup band, which we all know, that basically was like, you know, we're, we're not permitted to go out and hang out with the fans of the covid protocols on this tour it's true we just would wave at them yeah you know they'd say hi but there's no hanging out and you know their hotel room bullshitting for hours there's no going to dinner with them whatever they're staying with the people within the tour and that was it um it seems to me the kiss tour was not that way i mean just just based on photos that i've seen online plenty of people i mean we know this they were doing the meet and greets as a band um i know at least gene and tommy and eric were doing their personal meet and greets people who bought their and you know there was social distancing i saw gene would stand like six eight feet behind the people and you know there'd be masks and stuff like that but people were still coming into that bubble um, you know, I, there's plenty of pictures of just people who got to go backstage, mm-hmm. maybe didn't buy the meet and greet, and they were just hanging out in the hallway dressing room, talking to people or, you know, talking to crew members out in the audience. So it, it seemed to me the KISS crew didn't have the same type of tight bubble like the Ace Fraley one did. Yeah, I, I can tell you what I witnessed is that every single person that worked for the crew was always wearing a mask. Um, I never saw Fran or Ryan or, uh, you know, uh, whoever, Tracy, you know, Steve, Danny, they all were wearing masks all the time. Well, that's good. Yeah, but but, I can't can't speak to the protocol piece of it. Yeah, I, I don't know what their whole protocol is. Now, the article 
did state that the KISS tour had a COVID protocol officer, which a lot of these larger tours bring somebody on whose sole job and responsibility is all this testing and tracking and ensuring that, hey, you know, make sure you got your mask and don't go do that. But the article stated that that person was let go just before this last leg started. Mm. Don't know why. Don't know who it was. Don't know anything other than that. And we're only stating what's in the article. Yeah. The, the article also stated that the band said some of the workers, and they used workers. So that could differentiate between the band's own crew and just local workers. I don't know. But they said some of the workers they've discovered um, lied about being vaccinated. Yeah, because for those of you that, and again, we're just sharing this stuff with people. I can't ever assume that you know this because I at one point didn't, but there's always a local crew and it goes beyond the crew of the people who work at the venue that are putting the chairs away or putting them out and cleaning things up. They also bring in a crew of workers to help tear the stage down, pack up gear, unload the trucks. I mean, yeah, kiss kisses. Traveling crew is not nearly large enough to do all of this. Their crew sort of is responsible for the local crew. So somebody on the kiss crew is responsible for getting all the gear out and assembled but there might be a hundred local people that are brought in. And if I, you know, over the years, you've probably seen the, the local crew t-shirts. That's kind of what they do. They'll give the local mm-hmm. crew guys a t-shirt and it just says kiss local crew. It's just somebody who's lives there locally and does this for every mm-hmm. show that comes into town. And their job is to take orders from the kiss crew who says, mm-hmm. unload this truck, move all this stuff over here, now assemble this, now pull this out, and then at the end of the night, reverse it all and put it back in. And that's exactly what it is. A friend of mine, Pyro Chuck, he does that, has been doing it for years. So he's constantly at the Excel or, or Target or wherever, putting stuff up, tearing stuff down. And he kind of runs a group of the people that come in. So again, I I think that you can be as safe as possible, but unless you have your entire traveling crew that does absolutely everything, it's almost an impossibility. And then let's also talk about all of the security people that they have stationed. They have several local security people backstage one sitting by the dressing rooms, one sitting by production, one sitting at the entrance to get yep. backstage. So you have all of those people too, you know, and who's to say that that they are uh, vaccinated or not. They can say they are, but it doesn't mean that they are. I, I can tell you um, when, because we were talking about this, when Kyle went and got vaccinated, he got a card just like I did. Now, when I went and got vaccinated, they filled my card out. They put my name in. They put Same for me. Yeah, the, the, my date of birth, and then there was a number because I went to CBS. Kyle did the same thing. I don't know where he went, but he said, the girl just handed him a blank card here. Oh, here, you can fill this out. <sighs> Seriously. And he was just like, are you kidding me? He had to argue with her to fill it out. Well, yeah, so, I mean, for, first of all, not only do they fill it out with where you did it and the date you did it, but they actually put on the lot number of your vaccine 
so if there's, I mean, you, you know, we've heard this many times over the years. Oh my God, this lot of some pills is bad. Go check your prescription. And if your lot number, blah, 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 to blah, 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 throw go back out. to your pharmacy, throw or it a out. Bag of lettuce or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, that's part of what they're also doing is they're tracking the batch that that vaccine came from. So they, they know, and you know, I know that the kiss tour, Kiss's own people had to be vaccinated to go out on tour. And again, they might sit here and go, well, we want all of the local crew and all the local workers to also be vaccinated. But you're talking hundreds of more people that now you're relying on the venue or the local promoter to do that. And I mean, it's not news to anybody, but people all over the place try and get by with fake cards yeah it's illegal and you know i hate to to think that it was because some local crew person faked a vaccine card that infected and killed fran and it's possible it's possible it's possible and 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 i don't want to hear anybody like well fran was vaccinated what you know, the vaccine doesn't work. Listen, it's been, it's a stated fact from day one that as a vaccinated person, you can still get it and you can still transmit it. Yeah, It's never been denied. But the, like the last thing I, last time I read something a couple of weeks ago, an unvaccinated person is like 39 times more likely to end up in the hospital if they get infected versus a vaccinated why, person. Which is why, and I'll tell everybody, and I think we talked about this, that's why I was vaccinated. I look at it this way, and I'm not saying you should or shouldn't. I'm not advocating either way. This is for me only. I feel like getting vaccinated is like putting on my seatbelt when I get in a car. If, God forbid, I get in a car accident, hopefully the seatbelt a keeps me alive and B keeps me out of the you'll, house. You'll still probably have some bruises and some scratches and maybe even broken bones, but guess what? You'll be alive. Right. With and that's a lot fewer injuries. Yeah. So I hope that that's not the case, but the thing is, is they'll never be able to figure out where it came from because the exposure is always there because of the different shows they've been doing and the different local crews. And I would be willing to bet you at least somebody isn't vaccinated that was saying that they were. Yeah. Well, again, KISS has stated they've learned that a couple couple of their workers lied about being vaccinated. Again, don't know what workers means. Don't know. Is that local? Was that yeah. actually employees of KISS? No idea. Um, but I don't think it's a surprise. It, it's not a shock that that's been that that happened. It's a shock and sad that it did happen. But as we know, reading the news, people always try and cut corners. You know, yeah. hey, I'm not going to wear my seatbelt until I see the cop's lights behind me and then I'll buckle up. Right. Uh, you know, it, it, it is what it is. And again, we're not advocating one way or the other. This is just what's in the article. This is what happened. Um, it, it seems like. I don't know. It felt like to me, the article was a big, a bomb kind of was dropped. Like, holy crap, this is, this is bad. I mean, 
friend, friend, friend died. He died of COVID. That's what the, the medical examiner in Detroit, I think that's where he was in the, in the hotel. Yeah. Determined. Didn't say anything more than that, but he died of COVID. It's, you know, I don't know it being in the business and, de- and dealing and hearing a lot of other stuff from other bands. It there's this, this goes on. This is sadly probably not as rare as we think in that sense that I think the Rolling Stone article shed some light on something that is not just unique to the kiss world. Yeah. I would agree with that. And, 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 and I want to be very clear. I'm not pointing fingers or holding kiss responsible for anything. No, because we don't, we don't know anything. This is what the Rolling Stone article said, but if three crew members came forward and said they were worried about the COVID protocols and the testing and everything else. um, And then you've got a crew member like Fran, who, I mean, he was, as far as I know, he was in good physical health. He was young. <clears throat> I mean, not, not 20 years young, but he wasn't 70 years. No. He's, he wasn't in the age group or the medical group that was susceptible. I don't know. I mean, I don't think he had any immune compromised diseases or uh, we don't know. Yeah. But I don't think so. I mean, to see COVID take his life that quickly is just like a punch to the gut. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. It really it's heartbreaking. Is. And, 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 and I hate to see this happen again in the kiss world. I'd hate to see this happen in any other bands. Um, any musicians. I mean, you know, we know Gene and Paul each had COVID. So, I, I don't know. It's, I kind of feel like the Rolling Stone article might be opening the door to a lot more deeper look into what's going on in the touring world. Yeah, I think so. And it, if this is all true, then it should. Because to some extent, all of what bands are doing to protect themselves is also being done to potentially protect all the fans in the audience. Right. You know, if one of those local workers lied about a vaccine card, they could just as easily infect an audience member. If a concession worker, a merch stand salesperson, a ticket taker, whatever, you know, you're you're trusting that if there is a protocol or a mandate or a law or a rule whatever you want to define it as that a venue needs to do this and workers need to do this you're trusting they do it yeah i mean absolutely I, just you know, like i'm trusting that the chef washes his hands after he uses the bathroom exactly, before he goes back to work again. Exactly. It's just like, you know, I'm going to go see a doctor. Well, I'm trusting that that diploma is not a fake diploma, that the doctor actually went to medical school. Yeah. And didn't just get a diploma off the internet and is lying. 
because the consequences could be huge. The real takeaway from all of this, at least for me, is, is that hopefully they can figure out a way to make things better so this never happens to anyone else again that happened to Fran. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, it, you know, did, did all of this in the Rolling Stone article play into what happened in Vegas? Because some fans are trying to connect the dots, you know, and I love seeing these completely yeah. non-expert fans trying to do their investigation based off of what they're reading on the internet it's like but can't can't you make anything plausible if you stretch sure. far enough sure that's the whole point you could connect anything you want if you come up with enough reasons and ask enough questions mm -hmm. um it it could just be a very unfortunate timing of events you know and and maybe it's nothing more than Kiss just said, you know what? The Fran death is pretty heavy. I mean, that was as close to the Kiss guys as you could get. And maybe they're like, we need to just take some time off and regroup as a band and figure out what we're doing and look at our protocols. And, you know, there's no rush. We can move these to August and let's just take off the rest of this year. After we come back from the cruise, <clears throat> let's just look at this. Maybe that's all it was. Yeah. Could be nothing of they were forced to. It could be nothing of soft ticket sales. I mean, you could, again, you could come up with anything you want to make a reason. Yeah, just do the right thing and don't start rumors. It's okay to, I think, talk about it online and have a discussion, but it's a whole other thing to point fingers. It's a whole nother thing to sit here and say, you know, because you don't, I know, I know, I know somebody who knows somebody who knows. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You don't. I mean, you know, we, as we talked about with Fran, it's like, unless you actually read the death report, you don't know what he died from. Mm -mm. I mean, I, I still remember a couple fans were like, I know he didn't die of COVID. Really? You know that. You are the medical examiner. You did an autopsy. You read the death certificate, everything else. Yeah. Because in the Rolling Stone article, the Detroit medical examiner said it was COVID. Just because the most common deaths that we hear about with COVID have to do with lungs and saturation of fluid doesn't necessarily, and I'm not a doctor, but it doesn't necessarily mean that everybody is susceptible to that. Because think about how many different people have had different types of symptoms. Like for me, when I had it, I had a chest cold, but I didn't get it really bad. It was more of a body ache. And I felt like I had the flu for a couple of days. Other people lose their, their sense of taste and smell for six months. Yeah. So it literally affects everyone differently. So you can't just paint with a broad brush and go, okay, well, he didn't die of COVID because I know better. Well, no, you don't because you didn't like to Michael's point, read the medical report. And even if you did, who's to say that you'd understand it? Cause I couldn't, I doubt, you know, and at the end of the day, does it really matter? What to me, what really matters is we lost a friend. Exactly. Friends exactly. Gone. And that just breaks my heart. I, that's what, that's what this is really all about. And I don't want people to lose sight of that. Because it, it, it's too convenient to use his death to make some kind of a statement one way or another, political or otherwise, 
and let's not lose sight of the fact that he's gone. That that's exactly it. Let's not lose fat sight of the fact that he's got a wife and three boys who no longer have a husband father. and a father. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people that no longer have a good friend. Right. It shouldn't have happened. We all know that it shouldn't have happened. But to to try and twist it into a political agenda. Oh, see, vaccines don't work, blah, blah, blah. You know, none of you are freaking doctors. Well, I shouldn't say that. We do have some doctors who are yeah. actual listeners. And guess what? I've chatted with them and they're they're actually you know what? Doctors are actually pretty smart. Yeah, because that's what they do. You know, so. well, they, they spend a lot of time studying and learning this stuff. It's mm-hmm. crazy. It's absolutely crazy when you think about it, that that a doctor is experienced enough to tell you that, well, this could have been caused by this, or this is related to that. And yes, that could happen. I mean, I, I actually did talk to a doctor and I said, is it, is it even feasible that somebody could die that quickly from COVID? And they're like, yeah, it can happen. Not common, but it sure but can, it can. And it has happened. Right. Yeah. So just because you watched a video on YouTube or saw a Facebook meme that said something different doesn't make you more of an expert. And 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 that's what just gets me on this is like, dude, I, I'm I'm all for finding out what happened and fixing it to prevent this from happening again. I don't think anybody would object to that. But don't jump to a conclusion that you know what it was. Don't place blame because we we're not placing blame. We're just reading this article, which is everywhere. I mean, when that article dropped, it was, I couldn't tell you how many people were sending it to me and like, you know, asking about it and, you know, it's big. It's no two ways about it. This is big. What these, these three anonymous crew members came forward to say, and, you know, if they, by doing this can prevent somebody else from passing away, Seems to me that I'm, it's worth it then. But don't point the fingers at who you think was responsible. Yeah. Don't, don't sit here and, oh, it's Gene and Paul. Oh, it's God. No, it's, even, no. Yeah. Even, if it. you, even if you didn't know Fran, honor his memory. Because put yourself in his position and it's not Fran, it's your brother or your sister or your mom or, or someone you love. Just be respectful. Because it's yeah. that's the other thing I've noticed as of late is it feels like so many people so badly just want to dump on the band and I don't get it and and you know we're always going to be uh, accused of being apologists fine say whatever you want I don't care it doesn't matter but I don't understand it, it's like if I hate a TV show I just don't watch it yeah I, I just change the channel and watch something else it's literally that easy. So I, I don't understand how you can call yourself a fan of a band and then just constantly want them to be wrong. And I'm not saying you guys, our listeners are, because you're not, you guys are awesome. But I'm saying question this with some maybe other people that you know that are fans. Why are you a fan if you hate everything they do and just want to dump on them? And that's kind of how some yep. of this felt. Yeah, it, it's it's really getting to that point. Yeah, I, I you know, you know, the discussion on the Kiss Cruise set list. I'm just like, shut up, people. Basically, 
every single one of us comes up with a different set list of what we want to hear. And quite honestly, also at the end of the day, the only person's opinion that counts with a set list are the people who paid money and went on the boat. If all of them are yep. happy, then it's great. If well, they're not happy, then Kiss has got to do something about it. In, in my opinion, at the end of the day, the only four people that need to be happy about the set list are Gene, Paul, Tommy, and Eric, because they're the ones that have got to play it. Right. But I guess I disagree with that because the fans are paying for the experience. They're, paying for, is, they're paying for the experience. But, you know, I think the band understands they'll never come up with a set list, as we said earlier, that will make everybody make happy. happy. No, so it's an impossibility. Let's, 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 let's try and come up with a different set list, but let's do a set list that we're happy with because most likely most people will like it. And if some people don't, oh, well, we can't make them happy. I mean, again, I will sit here and go, I would love to see nothing more than Kiss do an entire set list of 80s material. Mm -hmm. And I'm a diehard Kiss fan from 1976 saying that. Right. But I can guarantee you right now, there's some fans saying you're not a fucking fan, Brian Bolt. You're a fucking tool. You don't know anything about Kiss. Nobody, they'll sit there and say nobody else wants that. Well, they say that about you all the time, regardless of what well, they do. But you know what? They say that about us. Because we understand this whole opinion concept. Yeah, and that's a very good point. It's we not under, right we understand wrong. it's my opinion, it's Tommy's opinion, it's Mark's opinion, it's Lisa's opinion. I'm not, I had somebody like, Branville, stop telling us we can't speak for everybody else when you do it all the time. I'm like, I challenged them. I said, tell me when I have spoken for everybody. When have I ever said Never. that that this is what every KISS fan wants? Not every once. diehard fan. I said, never. I've always no. said, this is what I want. But if you want something different, that's 100% fine. That's mm -hmm. the way it should be. I always take issue when somebody makes a post that says, all diehard fans. Right there, you're wrong. What you want to say is, as a diehard fan, I don't like. That's completely right. That's acceptable. That's how you word it. But to sit here and say, I know that all diehard fans would want nothing but deep cuts. You don't know that. And yeah. And, and you can't know that. And you, you can't say that for, you can't speak for Tommy on that. And here's how you know that that's not true. Case in point with the, uh, kiss convention that they did back in 95 i went to several of them i don't know these people personally but i think after being around music for this long and meeting a lot of kiss fans and being a kiss fan you can kind of tell who's a diehard when they show up dressed in kiss stuff uh patches and, and everything and they're carrying around a bag full of kiss shit they just bought that they're probably a diehard and i was sitting behind a couple of people for the uh acoustic portion and they were yelling out the most common songs they play all the time live like they wanted them to hear i love it loud in acoustic and i'm just like going who would want to hear that because i because when i went there from my opinion or my point of view what are all the songs that they could do acoustically that would sound cool Mm -hmm. So I was thinking of these different songs and I love it loud. I guarantee you, even though I don't like it, wasn't on the list. 
you know, but someone who was a diehard fan wanted to hear that song. So the moment someone utters the phrase, all diehard fans want X, they're already wrong. They're all, yeah, they are. They're already wrong. And, and listen, you that phrase applies to every band and everything. I know all fans from the 80s want. I know all fans from the 70s. I know all Paul Stanley fans want this. I know all Gene Simmons fans hate this. You don't know what all. All it takes is one fan to disagree, which I can guarantee, I will guarantee, there's one fan that will always at least disagree because they have different tastes. Your whole concept is shot. If there's one, then there's 100. And if there's 100, there's 1,000. Yep. And if we, and when we talk about this stuff, I also want to want to make a point that the reason we're talking about this stuff with you fine people is because we have an, a mass, a massive amount of respect for each and every one of you that listens on a regular basis, or even every once in a while, you're our listeners and we respect your opinion. And we're telling you these things because we hope that you'll also be empowered to go out and do the right thing so that when you see someone being an asshole to another kiss fan and making crap up and saying that they're right and you're wrong. And I know this, and you don't know anything about blah, 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 you will be empowered enough to stand up and go, you know what? I was listening to three sides and, and I do, if you do, if you agree, we'll say, you know, you guys are wrong. It's an opinion. And that person has a right to the opinion. That's why we have this safe space on youtube or on facebook and some of the other platforms you know all of you know that you can come out and say anything you want on our page as long as it's respectful and you will not get hassled for it and the minute someone starts to rip on you and is being unreasonable they're gone yeah exactly i mean just this morning somebody in a, in a facebook thread on the um set list was telling somebody fuck you you don't know what you're talking about bye that's not being respectful mm-hmm. you know i get accused of only liking people who have opinions that i agree with and that is a hundred percent inaccurate i don't like people who tell me yeah i don't like people <laughs> who tell me my opinion isn't right my opinion is wrong, that everybody else's opinion is wrong, that they know that's the difference. If, if you just, Tommy, well, it happens all the time in the show. You guys will sit here and go, you know, Kiss Alive is the best live album. Mm-hmm. I don't agree. I think Kiss Alive 2 is. Right. I think Kiss Alive 3 is better than Kiss Alive, in my opinion. Yeah, and, and, and I, think, I think where some people get confused also, Michael, is if I tell you that four plus four is eight and you tell me, no, it's nine, that's not an opinion. You're messing with fact because four plus four is eight, but that's different than saying, I like Papa John's better than I like Papa Murphy's pizza, or I like, I like vanilla ice cream and anybody and, and nobody likes chocolate. No, that's not true. You can say you don't like chocolate, you might even be able to say, I have three friends who don't like chocolate, but you can't say everybody Everyone. likes chocolate. And if you like chocolate, you don't really love ice cream. Because I can tell you from a business standpoint, the phrase that makes the hair on my neck stand up is when another agent says, oh, we always do it this way. 
right there, that's enough cause for me to go, okay, I really need to pay attention to this person and what they're saying, because yeah. that's something's wrong. So yeah. in this long winded conversation, guys, thank you for sticking with us. We just want to say that we love you and respect you guys. We're so grateful that you're a part of this family that we we've, we've been building and we really value you and we want you to stand up for yourselves and we want you to get out there and make a difference and help people that are that are maybe not as comfortable speaking their mind. Never, basically, never be afraid to speak your opinion. Mm -hmm. If somebody, and listen, I'll say this right now, if you're on one of our pages or our group and somebody is attacking you for your opinion, you're more than welcome to report that comment or that post and we'll look into it. And if it, and if they are attacking you, it's not just delete the comment. I delete and block the person immediately. We just don't play around. There's no bullshit warnings. There's no, Oh, mm -hmm. let's re-edit. Tell them they be nice, come back and play nice. No, I just have no patience for it. If you are attacking somebody, you're gone. If you are being attacked, if you're being told you're not worthy because of what you like, report it. Because again, to Tommy's point, we want you to feel comfortable on our group and our page to say whatever you want. God knows I let plenty of people talk about how much Ace is, is the original spaceman and, and, and they don't like Tommy Thayer. I don't necessarily agree with that, but guess what? They're doing it in such a respectful way their their opinion counts absolutely 100 percent. i mean you can even come on in a respectful way and talk about how bad i am i don't care mm -hmm. it's your opinion it's not everybody's opinion that's the difference an opinion is one person an mm -hmm. opinion is not a whole fact. Group of people and is definitely not fact we've always said that we're, and, it's just, and it's I, just our opinions on this show, and it's neither right nor wrong. And I think all of us can do a better job as human beings of being aware of these types of things. If we're ever going to get our ship straightened out and get back to the point where we love and respect one another, even if we have different of opinion, a different opinions, it doesn't mean we can't live next to one another in a peaceful manner. And until people start to stand up for themselves and treat other people with respect and demand that other people treat people with respect, nothing is going to change. Well, that, that, that's really important. Demand that others treat you with respect. Yep. You know, if, if you're in a conversation and somebody is telling you you're wrong, don't, don't just run away, stand up, demand they treat you with respect. Because there's always going to be someone who's going to tell you you're wrong and you may not be wrong and you have to stick up for those principles. It's all about respect, but I think you also need to demand it of other people to other people as well. And that's yeah. why we take the banning thing so seriously. Everyone that's on here, all of you guys that are watching know this. And a lot of you have been here literally since the first episode. Have you ever had a problem? No. Have there been a few times where we've had misunderstandings and a few problems? Absolutely. We've straightened those out. But overall, we want this to be a safe community for you guys and yep. for us. 
Yep. It's something and, for all of us to be proud of. And this this is all so important, especially right now in in this pandemic we're in, and shows are yeah. being canceled, and crew members have passed away, and articles are coming out revealing things that might not be the most favorable. You know, this this is this is not the these are not the topics for you to get on on your horse and go around and start preaching your 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 beliefs yes that uh, this this we're, we're trying to create an environment where we can all basically escape that crap and we want you to know us as people that's why we don't just talk about kiss nonstop. We do have other interests. We have families and lives just like you guys do as well. So the people who are on the outside looking in now that hate us, which is fine, that's usually what they're complaining about is that we're boring or we're this or we're that, or we don't talk about enough kiss or it's, you know, fine, say whatever you want, think whatever you want. It doesn't matter. What matters to me is what you guys who are with us think. And I want you all to have the very best life that you can have and have as much joy as you can have and see our, our favorite band as much as possible and get out there and discover new music, whether it's, you know, Andy with Black Veil Brides, their new record is coming out this week. There's some really strong material on there or uh, Rival Sons or Blackberry Smoke or pick anyone. Michael could give you a list a mile long. We want you to live your best life and be happy. I mean, yeah, I think at the, at the end of the day, this is sort of about don't worry about, don't get wrapped up in stuff that literally is not going to have an impact on your life at the end. Yep. You know, what's in or not in the destroyer box set? What songs are in the set list or not in the set list? What costumes they wear, What whatever it is. None of that, that's fun stuff, but none of that stuff is important, if, if that makes sense. And what I mean by that is the only things that are important in my life are my immediate family, my daughter, my health, their health, their happiness. That's it. And anything that impacts that, I care about. The fact that the the Kiss Cruise or this album or this set list or whatever, that has zero future impact on anything that's important in my life. None. So I'm not going to put a lot of energy and time defending and fighting and hours and hours and hours and days and days of days going back and forth to make a point because it's not going to change anything. And I feel like that's that's what's missing for a lot of people is like, you know, you just spent six hours on a message board or a Facebook group arguing something that literally has no bearing on your life. Is there something that is more enjoyable and more fun to your life that you could have spent that six hours on? Because, you know, you don't get that time back. You don't. I mean, could you maybe have gone outside and played with your kid? Could you have written a book? Could you have done some art? Could you have done something, done some exercise? You know, those are the important things that at the end of the day will impact your life. I'm not worrying about anything that doesn't affect my life. 
you know, and at, at the end of the day, set lists don't rake, rake for me. A box set, what's in it, doesn't rank up there for me. You know, COVID protocols, yes, because that is life and death. Potentially took Fran from us. I've got a seven-year-old daughter who's not vaccinated yet. I do not, I do not, even though I'm vaccinated, I do not want to go hang out at a show by any band, find out that some people were using fake vaccine cards, come back mildly infected because I have the vaccine, but transmit it to my seven-year-old daughter who's not and, and risk that it could be more severe for her. Mm-hmm. And I know, yes, the odds are it'll be very, very mild for a child. But is anybody willing to take that chance with your own child? Are you? I mean, I'm not. I will do anything as a parent to protect my my child. So, I mean, that's where I start like, okay, that's why this is important. That's why that's not important. Yeah, we don't want to see the message get lost in the mud. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, getting back to what you said, this is about Fran, a great guy who lost his life, who has three sons without a father now, a wife without a husband, a sister without a brother. You know, that's that's important. That's very important. Not whether Kiss did enough deep cuts in a set list. Frankly, I will have a great time at any Kiss show. And if Kiss, all of the Kiss Cruise Night One, put three deep cuts in and that was it, and the rest of them were rock and roll all night and Detroit Rock City and all the other regulars that we hear over and over, it's fine by me. We had a great time in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and, Vegas wasn't it, the great time wasn't because of the cassette list. Although I think they played tears are falling there. And that, that and was very cool. Night. Yeah. But it was about the experience of hanging out with kiss fans. And yeah. that's what everybody who's gone on the kiss cruise said, you know what? I don't go to the kiss cruise for the set list. I go to the kiss cruise for the experience and having a great time with the other kiss fans, the friendship. And they put on some shows and that's great. And I have a blast there, but I don't book a cruise just to go see a set list. Right. I don't think a single kiss fan probably, you know, here I am talking for everybody, but in my opinion, I would bet not a single kiss fan goes on the cruise solely for a set list. That's one of the things they like, but they like everything else that goes on as a whole. But there could be, there could be some, there could be somebody could be, but you know, that, that, that's why I don't know. Set list discussions. I've always said are pointless, pointless. I mean, we could have the four of us on here and talk about our dream deep cut set list for a kiss cruise. And it will be completely different for all four of us. And every listener will go, you're wrong. You can't have them play that. They, you know, they can't play. I mean, I, one person's like, they don't play deep cuts because they can't play them. They don't know how to. I'm like, um, that's what rehearsal's for. You don't think they rehearse to do We Are One 
yeah. and she's so European. They've never played. They've never played those songs before. Do you think they just went up there that night and went by memory? They but did the, some know, rehearsal. I would, I would go back though and argue one point that you just made because whatever set list Mark came up with, he'd be wrong. Well, Mark's set list would have no songs from the 80s, so it would be wrong just based on that alone. Well, that and he would serve pizza. No, he'd like, serve bacon. In an intermission, like yeah. play three songs, stop, we're going to have a plate of bacon. Instead of Paul doing his stage rap, I'd rather he stop and say, all right, everybody get out the bacon plate that we left you under your seat. And we'll take a two minute bacon break. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's supposed to be fun. You know, we, we, we literally have said this many, many times. We do this podcast because we love Kiss. They've made us happy. They've been part of our lives. And, you know, we do this because we have a good time doing it. If you don't agree with us, that's 100% fine. Mm -hmm. If you don't like the fact that I say I don't care if there's background pre-recorded vocals and click tracks at concerts that's a absolutely fine tell me i'm wrong for not caring that's not fine why should i care why should anybody care what you want them to think about why should anybody listen to any other kiss fan who says you shouldn't spend your money on that or listen to us yeah, you Doesn't don't have matter. to you don't have to listen to us. I truly from the bottom of my heart do not care if you hit the stop button, unsubscribe and tell me to f off. It won't change my day because guess what? None of that stuff impacts the things I care about. There you go. There you go. So, say what you want just respect other people's opinions. That's mm -hmm. it. Yep. Just respect it. So, you know, as that was an hour, hour and a half. Um, I potentially a lot of homework there. I mean, mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on that Rolling Stone article? Yeah. Please, please, please do not get political. Do not get anti-vaccine pro-vaccine if if it go if comments start going down that route i will delete the comments we don't want to get political because again in my mind kiss is about escaping all that bullshit right sadly that bullshit is overwhelming kiss and every band out there right now but what do you think about the rolling stone article yeah. um you know um the ace fraley cassette box set do you have it what are do you, you think get it? are you yeah. going to get it um let's see um the kiss cruise set lists yeah please talk about I, it. I, you know i don't want you to sit here and just say the set list sucked what do you think about the songs that were played that's the yeah. point what did you think when you heard we are one she's so european making love i mean, I mean if it sucks we want to know why you think it sucks. If you think it's awesome, we want to know why. Why do you think it's awesome? And the key there is why you, not that you think everybody else hates it. Right. What did you, what, when you saw Bruce's set list, what do you think of that? Yeah. Again, Bruce, that set list off the hook, man. That is amazing. 
that's an amazing dream set list, a dream set list you pulled off there. But yeah, there's, there's some homework there. I don't know what you can say about Las Vegas. I mean, you know, I'm sorry, honestly, truly. Yeah, I feel sorry bad for if, everyone that has tickets that if, are now. If you, had, having, if you, had, yeah. you had plans to go, but, um, you know. Happens to the best of us. It, it is. Like I said earlier, you know, in this pandemic that we are in right now, that's just the nature of what we're dealing with. Any day things can get better or get worse. You know, how about all of the, the, the international kiss cruisers who couldn't come because the U S wasn't allowing them in the country yet. But on November 1st, they changed that yeah. literally right in the midst of the cruise you wanted to go to. I mean, I'm sure there's some that are like, Fuck, you know, why could you do that a week earlier? Why, what, but the point is they didn't know a week earlier. They didn't know six months earlier. Right. But just let's, let's let's all try and be patient and respectful with what we're dealing with here. Yep. And remember, Kiss is about having a good time. It's about rock and roll all night and party every day. You know, that that's what it's about. Yep, I agree. Um, all right, so go leave your homework answers somewhere. We'll. Uh, I don't think we've got a guest next week, so we'll probably have Mark giving his you know cruise report yearly report of how much bacon he ate and um anything else that he saw or experienced there we did we did have a photo sent to us mark was spotted in the wild on the cruise ship at a show so we know he he made it he saved he made it onto the yeah we know he made it onto the to ship as a quick aside i don't have all the details apparently sebastian bach didn't make it on the ship yeah I've heard several reasons as to why. Yeah. You know, one way or another, he didn't make the ship. There's definitely a couple rumors floating around about why, but yeah, he didn't get on the cruise ship. <laughs> so, you know, maybe we'll, we'll, you know, do you have, do you, here's homework. Do you have any more information on that? Yeah. Don't know. It's always interesting. Sebastian. Um. All right. So if you're on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, follow us on Spotify, subscribe on iTunes. Podcasts are now happening every week. The audio podcasts are happening every week automatically on Facebook. They just show up because Facebook is now a podcast destination. If you didn't know it, um, just like Spotify and iTunes, Facebook is now a podcast place. Um, that's it. We'll see everybody okay. next week. So you love the show. Go to itunes.threesidesofthecoin.com and leave your review and rating of Three Sides of the Coin. Thanks.